Welcome to the Hardcore Truth, where we discuss politics, society, and whatever else comes to mind. I'm your host, Rusty, the pissed-off libertarian. Thanks for tuning in. Well, everybody, welcome to the uh, Hardcore Truth. I am your host, Rusty, the pissed-off libertarian, uh, saying, welcome back. I know it's been a while, and I apologize for that. I kind of took a sabbatical, and um, I just, I don't know, I had a lot of a lot of things going on in my life and everything like that, so... I kind of needed to step back for a moment and uh, kind of reevaluate a lot of shit. So, but that's over and done with, and I'm here now. So uh, let's get back into it. Um, where the fuck did we start? Where in the fuck did we start? Holy goddamn! Okay, so I think we're about a little bit over 200 days in Biden's pres- presidency, and holy fuck, what a catastrophe that is! I don't even know where to fucking begin. None whatsoever. So let's just go ahead and just start with the newest catastrophe that's going on. So finally, finally, we get our troops pulled out of Afghanistan. Now, this is something that is has been long overdue. It's a war that should have never been started because it was an illegal war. Everybody knows this. This is no secret. But the way that it was done was utterly reckless disgusting and just absolutely fucking stupid but since you know he's the savior of america now you know at this point which president isn't but since he is the savior uh, savior now of america i guess he gets a free pass let's look at what's going on okay you had probably one of the quickest withdrawal of american troops out of a foreign land after a war in many, many years, okay? Not only did this occur, but in its wake, left thousands of American citizens to fend for themselves. Now, typically, if the United States were to pull out somewhere and they had American citizens there with them, i.e., military families, you know, kids who go, you know, going to school and, every, you know, and such. You think they, they would be top priority. You think the families would get out first before anybody. No. No, 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 no. It used to be women and children first. In this situation, it was w- women and children last. It was pretty much, all, it was pretty much thanks for being here, but um, fend for your fucking selves. You literally have people who are trying to get a, at a cobble right now and can't. Why can't they? Because not only are they worried about insurgents coming in and possibly murdering them and their families. No, the government has decided that if they're going to leave the country, they need to go through a shit ton of bureaucracy before they do so. Right? So not only are we basically keeping American citizens under gunfire and threats and, and threat of death, but before they can do all that, they have to fill out a piece of paper. It's utterly absurd and disgusting. And it really makes you think that the people who voted for this fucking ass clown, I wonder if they're proud of themselves. I wonder if they're still coming up with the same bullshit that they have had this entire time. 
about how, you know, Joe Biden is, is the one who's going to save America. Because to be quite honest, he didn't do dick as a senator other besides be a screaming fucking racist asshole, a bigot, a homophobe, and the like. Whose ilk was that of you know, the Green Klebold of the Ku Klux Klan? He attended his funeral, eulogized at his funeral, and saw him as a mentor. But, they, but that's not the biggest issue. Because it has grown painfully obvious that you could be literally be the biggest piece of shit human being on the face of the earth. But if you have the right political ties and you have the right um, the right letter behind your name, you can be excused for just about anything, including murder. You don't believe me? Look up the Chappaquiddick and Ted Kennedy. And don't get me wrong, folks. Republicans are no fucking angels. They're not. They're not. I shit on them just as much as I shit on the Democrats. But that's neither here nor there. The main issue that we are looking at, that we're staring down the barrel of right now, is that with everything that he has done as president, it is more and more looking like a shift towards something that is unequivocally un-American. Yeah, sure. Everybody wants to say that you know he's going to bring, he's going to bridge gaps, and he's going to bring, you know, you know, make amends with you know all this, you know, our our sordid past in American history. But like I said, the only problem with that, however, is that he himself has a sordid past. Joe Biden is nothing but a, pro- a political whore. That's all he is, and that's all he's ever been. He is whatever he needs to be at that time. He's a chameleon. He's a shapeshifter. He flip-flops on his beliefs and his so-called values all the time. This guy has literally been caught lying about things in his life so many times that it's hard to keep track of. And his whole moniker for running, uh, running as president, while running as president, if you could call it that. Because let's face it, he didn't do any kind of campaigning that was worth a fuck. But yet, he has the most votes as you know, to become president ever in American history. Doesn't make any fucking sense. None of that adds up. But you got to be careful because, you know, if you go down that rabbit hole, you're called a conspiracy theorist. Which, if we remember by this podcast, the term conspiracy theorist was actually created by the government in 1962, 1963, one of the two, I can't remember. But it was actually coined by the government to disprove or try to dispel anything that remotely sounded like the truth when people were calling them out. So you shout people down and call them a conspiracy theorist and they go away because, you know, they're made into social pariahs. A giant mockery, if you will. But these things that we are seeing, 
that are happening in this country right now. And I'm sorry, I've, for whatever reason, have stayed silent way too long. And I apologize for that. Um, it's just a lot to take in. It's, it, it's a lot. Because I am literally watching this country disappear and be destroyed from within by someone who could give a fuck less about us. So let's look at the situation that's ever-changing in Afghanistan right now. Let's talk about the biggest winners and the biggest losers in all of this. Okay? Obviously, the biggest winners in all of this is, is the Taliban. Right? Because when we did this quick withdrawal out of Afghanistan, everything was left behind. Helicopters, jets, firearms, armored vehicles, things of that nature, drones. Okay? We literally handed over probably billions of dollars worth of military hardware to an enemy that is hellbent on destroying the the west we just gave them we literally just we literally just funded their war chest that's what we did let's talk about the biggest losers in all of this however okay so the biggest losers in all of this undoubtedly is probably the CIA why the CIA, you ask? It's a very interesting question, and I'm about to tell you. The biggest loser in all of this is the CIA because since we pulled out of Afghanistan, that means there's no more U.S. troops guarding the poppy fields, which would be turned into heroin. Now, the CIA has been busted before, flying in drugs from South America by Gary Webb, who mysteriously and tragically, quote, committed suicide, end quote, by shooting himself twice in the back of the head. Um, We know that the CIA is literally a dog with the same old tricks. It's quite ironic how every time the CIA is involved, there's a huge drug epidemic. You ever notice that? I have, and I'm sure a lot of other people have. It's just, it's just coincidental, I guess. It's not coincidental, because this is what the CIA does. They take these drugs, put it wherever they want to put it, then they use the money to buy weapons and fund whatever proxy war that they're trying to start at that time. And it's funny, too, because everything that we are witnessing right now, what we are seeing. My question to you is, where the fuck is the Republicans on this? Why are these why are these people sitting on their fucking hands doing absolutely nothing? Oh, we're going to we're going to write a strongly worded letter. That's cool. Nobody gives a fuck. How about you actually do something? See, the major problem that I have with the Republican Party and there's many is, but my biggest issue with the Republican party is that they're obsessed with taking the, the so-called moral high ground. 
when in actuality, they play just as dirty as the Democrats do. The only difference is, is the Democrats have perfected it. And they tell you to their face that they're fucking you. And they dare you to do something about it, which they know that you won't. Because we as Americans have been conditioned to believe that we can literally do nothing against our federal government. We can literally do, as a populace, as people, as the people, we can literally do nothing. That this is as good as it gets, and we need to keep our heads low so we don't get in trouble. Well, I'm sorry. That's not what this fucking country was founded on. This country was founded on fucking revolution. This country was telling a king that he can take his taxes and go fuck himself with a chainsaw with them. That's what this country was founded on. This country was founded on freedom. To be free. Taxation without representation. However, we're not seeing that anymore. Because like I said, we've been conditioned to believe that we, the American people, can do nothing. That our government is so vast, so powerful, so strong, that they will quash us like a bug. And they bank on that. And they use it. When you have a government that out and out threatens you on national television, such as the President of the United States of America did, there's a huge issue with that. That's fascistic. That's despotic. It's disgusting. And we as Americans just sit here and take it. We literally sit here and watch our fucking idiot boxes, listen to this fucking jackass, drone on about God knows what, when he's coherent enough to string an actual sentence together, it comes out as a threat against the American people. Now, there was a time, like I said, where we as the American people wouldn't tolerate this. But, like I said, we have been conditioned to believe that there is nothing we can do. And that's no fault of anybody but our own. Because as a society in this country, we fail to educate ourselves. We fail to want to do things better. We fail to try. Instead of worrying about What's gonna you know? What's gonna offend who this week? We don't collectively try to be better anymore. We don't. This is the kind of problems that are going on in this country nowadays. This is exactly why we got what we have as a president right now. If you can call him that. Because he's no fucking leader. He's no leader. Trump had many faults. Many, many faults. There wasn't a lot that I agreed with him on. But the one thing that I can say. The one thing that I can say about the guy. Is that foreign nations took notice to what he said. Not only that, they actually ended up respecting the guy 
because he actually had the balls to stand up to the, to them and tell them to go fuck themselves to their face. Now all we have is a fucking appeaser. This guy doesn't know his hole from his head from a hole in the ground. I'm fully convinced that this guy doesn't even know where the fuck he is half the time. But he's being heralded as the savior of the United States. What the fuck has he saved? Because since he's been president, we have inflation rates going through the fucking roof. Everything is more expensive now because of inflation. Commodities are harder to get. There's really, he really hasn't done anything as far as jobs go at all. Nothing. In fact, this guy has done more to kill jobs than anything else. But we all just let it happen. We all just stand idly by and watch it happen. And I guess my biggest question to all of it is why? Why do we allow this to happen? Why do we collectively stand back and just say, well, I guess this is as good as it's going to get? Again, because we have been conditioned to believe that. And it's the furthest from the truth. You literally have all these things that are going on in this country, and it hasn't even been a year yet. Hasn't even been a year yet. And things are already in the fucking toilet. My question is this. When is it going to get worse? Because it's going to. This guy has four years. He's already fucked up this bad in the first 200 days. And he still has a few more years to go. How bad is it really going to get? Honestly. With this new infrastructure bill that they passed, where they said it was only going to be $2.2 trillion, when in actuality it ended up being $5.5 trillion, a couple questions come to mind. A couple questions come to mind. One, why were, why were we told that it was $2.2 trillion and now it's $5.5 trillion? Why? Secondly, where the fuck is this money coming from? Where's it coming from? At this point in time, this country is about $28 trillion in debt. You want to add more to it? You want to add more to it? Where are they getting the money from? This country is literally broke. Where the fuck are they getting this money from? I can tell you where they're going to get some of it from. Taxes. They're going to go up. They're going to go up. And not just a little bit either. You're going to see your taxes literally fucking skyrocket. I guarantee it. 
And much like the shovel-ready jobs when he was the vice president, all these other, all these things that he wants to do with his infrastructure bill probably will pan out to absolutely fucking nothing, just like his shovel-ready jobs program did when he was the vice president. It didn't fucking do shit. Because quite honestly, the only thing he knows how to be is a politician. He doesn't know how to govern. He doesn't know how to do any of that. None of it. The guy literally has no fucking idea where he is half the time. This whole experiment that we are going through right now in this country is a scary one. Because time and time and time again... These kinds of policies have failed and they will continue to fail because they don't work. The only thing that it ends up doing is hurting the middle class, hurting the working class. That's what it ends up doing. And not to mention, not to mention, you have Self-avowed socialists running things in our government. Now, the further, the 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 closest that I want a socialist anywhere near any kind of power that involves the government is the furthest the fuck away. These people do not have your best interest at heart. Because look at it from a historical standpoint. Where has socialism worked? The answer is it never has. And it never will because it's a failed philosophy. It's an absolute failure in philosophy. Sure, on paper it looks good. Sounds great, right? Sounds great on paper. But putting the practice... It fails every single time. And it's funny too because all, all in all, all of this, the one thing that you hear the left drone on about is the sanctity of our democracy. Well, that would be great if we were an actual fucking democracy, but we're not. You know who was a democracy? Greece. How well did that pan out for them? It fucking didn't. We're not a democracy. We're a republic. And see, if people actually knew that, they would be asking a lot of fucking questions. But the government doesn't want you to know that because you will ask questions. And once you start asking questions, they get very uncomfortable. Once they get uncomfortable... With you knowing things, liberties and rights start to fucking disappear. Now, folks, I don't know what needs to be done. I don't know what needs to be done. Because at this, at this point in time, this all just seems like a horrible fucking nightmare. And we're going we're gonna to wake up 
eventually. And I'm not saying that Trump was a saint. That's not what I'm fucking saying. I'm not saying he was the second coming of fucking Jesus Christ. That's not what I'm saying at all. But what I'm saying is things are exponentially worse than what they were. They are. It's 100% worse. And it's only going to get worse. It's pretty bad when President Obama's former White House doctor is calling for Biden to step down because he's not mentally all there. That's pretty fucking bad. Because if it came down to a competency test, he would fail. He would fail. He would utterly fail. And all you got to do is watch the guy. He looks confused all the time. I don't know, folks. It's it's insane. It, it's crazy to think that this country has gone this fucking low. This fucking low. It was bad enough when when President Obama gave um, gave our enemies billions of dollars with pallets of cash. But what Joe Biden just done was far worse. It was far worse. Because you don't think for a second that the Taliban's not gonna is not gonna take the these uh mili- the, these uh military equipment and sell them to places like Russia or China, North Korea, Iran. You you don't think that's gonna happen? Of course they're gonna keep keep shit for themselves, absolutely. They have so much shit that they can they can sell the shit to the highest bidder and still have plenty of plenty left over. What I don't seem to understand, what I don't seem to understand personally, is why why did we not before before posseing into Afghanistan, which Bush got us into, Bush Junior, not the first. Why didn't we take a lesson from the Soviets when they uh, invaded Afghanistan? Why didn't we take a lesson from that? At the time, you had the, the world's second superpower invade this desert land and collectively get their fucking asses handed to them. And the Soviets were literally going in and killing anyone they wanted. They didn't have things like, you know, rules of engagement and things like this. They literally went in and did whatever the fuck they want and they still got their asses handed to them. So why is it that we thought that we were going to go in and make a difference? And after 20 years, nothing came of it. It was the same thing. It was the same exact thing. I don't know if this was done on purpose or not. 
But I saw a picture of the evacuation of the U.S. Embassy at, in uh, Kabul, I think it was. And it was the almost spitting image as when we evacuated Hanoi, or evacuated Hanoi in Vietnam. Same exact. This whole 20-year experiment that the plug got fucking yanked out of without warning is a testament to the massive failure of our leadership in this country. 100%. Now, I know, you know, a lot of people are going to say, well, Trump wanted to do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know I know he did. But to do it this way, the way that it was done, is not the way to do it. It was not the way to do it. But here we are. Quite literally, here we are. These people who wanted to kill us for the last... God, I don't know how many years. Because all we've done is carpet bomb the shit out of their country for years and years and years. For God knows what. You have multi-generations who hate America because we keep doing this. And then he turns around, the President of the United States turns around and arms them to the teeth. With modern weaponry and technology. You don't think for a second they're not going to figure out how to use this shit? They live in the fucking desert. These people are the prime example of adapt or die. You don't think for for a fucking second they're not going to figure this shit out? You don't think for a fucking second they're not smart enough if they can't figure it out they'll find somebody who will? I mean, come on. This is the equivalent of handing an arsonist matches and lighter fluid and tell them, now, don't set anything on fire. Don't destroy anything. And then walk away. And expect them to do the right thing. You know this fucking country has been a joke. When the Secretary of State comes out on television and tells the Taliban that they need to form an inclusive government. What? Are you, are you fucking kidding me? Are you out of your fucking gourd? An inclusive government. I'm telling you right now. I want whatever that motherfucker's smoking. I do. This country has literally turned into a beacon of virtue signaling. That's exactly what has happened. Instead of doing what needs to be done, we literally placate 
to our enemies to be woke. And it's like, what in the actual fuck is going on here? What in the actual fuck is going on here? People, I, I, I don't fucking know. I have no clue. I'm, I'm literally speechless. I have literally sat and listened to everything that's been going on. And when it came time to me to want to do a podcast, something else would pop up. And then something else, and then something else, and then something else, and then something else. It's just been so much all at once. That I would literally be doing a podcast every single day. And let's face it, I just don't have the time. And y'all probably don't want to hear my goddamn voice every goddamn day. And I don't blame you. But I literally just sat back and just like a sponge just absorbed everything that has been going on thus far. And it just got to the point where I need, I was like, I need to open my mouth and say something. Because what we're seeing here, quite honestly, quite honestly, with this administration, could literally possibly be the death knell of America. The very first thing that this fucking guy did was kill, um, kill millions of jobs. Within hours of being sworn in, within an hour of being sworn in as president, the very first thing he did was kill millions of American jobs and then gave Russia the green light to build their pipeline and then turns around and is begging OPEC to produce more oil. We literally went from being energy dependent or I'm sorry, energy independent to energy dependent in less than a year. What the fuck happened? And all of you who voted for this, fuck you. Fuck you. This is your fault. But hey, at least there's no more mean tweets, right? It's fucking disgusting. Again, I'm not saying Trump was no angel. I'm not. Fuck, I'm not even saying that he was the savior of America because he wasn't. He did some smart things, though. I will give the man credit for that. He also did some pretty fucking stupid shit as well. And I have gone over that many a times in this podcast. But the sheer absurdity that we are witnessing right now that's being played out in, in front of our eyes... It's just, it's horrific. Who the fuck would have known this, this would have happened? Well, anybody with two brain cells rubbed together could see it coming a mile away. And see, and that's another thing that I want to talk about too. So I know I'm jumping around here a lot. I'm sorry, folks. Like I said, there was so much shit to catch up on to talk about. Um... That's another thing I want to fucking talk about right there as well. 
Um, we need to do something, folks. Because shit's getting... Shit's getting... Shit is going the way of a banana republic right now. Because here's what's going to happen. At this point in time, the Democrats have set themselves up to always be in power. Always. Because right around the corner is the midterm, midterm elections. How well do you think that's going to go? Now that we've finally beaten COVID back, now all of a sudden we have this Delta variant. Now, I'm not saying that COVID was never a thing. I never said that. I personally know somebody who passed away from it. And so it's a very real thing. Absolutely. However, I also believe that has been highly politicized. I also believe that it was transformed to be used as a political tool and a political weapon. With everything that we had seen with the presidential election, though the ballot stuffing, and let's be honest, people, that was not, that was not a legit election. There was a lot of fuckery going on with that. 100%. What makes you think that they're not going to do they're not going to pull the same shit? Because they're going to use this this election of Joe Biden as proof of mail-in ballots working. Now folks, it used to be that mail-in ballot uh, mail-in ballots were only acceptable by military members that were abroad and the infirmed. But now, now they're going to utilize the shit out of it. This is literally going to be the standard from here on out. This is what's going to happen. Mark my words. You can see it from a million miles away. I've always said the Democrats and the Republicans are the same. 100%. The only difference is Democrats will tell you that they're fucking you to your face with a smile on theirs. And then in the next breath, tell you that they're here to help you. Whereas Republicans promise you the moon and stars and things are going to change and they never do. They never do. Mainly probably because Mitch McConnell, that piece of shit, runs, you know, is uh, um, in control of the GOP. That's neither here nor there. He is just a shit human being to begin with. Period. The end. I actually did an episode a while back ago on him. So if you want any, if you have any questions, refer back to that episode. Because there's a lot there about that guy. Um, But like I said, a lot of the things that occurred right before the presidential election, you had key states change their voting laws 
within I think it, I believe it was within 90 days of the of the presidential election they changed your voting laws quickly oftentimes in the middle of the night and I think it was in Georgia I believe that they did it in the middle of the night so it couldn't be voted on I could be wrong but I believe I heard that somewhere so it really needs it really makes you think what is their plan what is the end goal what is the end game here other besides the downfall and destruction of America what is the end goal here the end goal here folks is control that's what it is they already control you in every aspect of your life as is the one last thing was to capture the ballot box. And they're doing it. But they're doing it because you know, the way that they're doing they're telling you that they're trying to be safe, that they're trying to take everybody and, you know, everybody's health in consideration. That's a load of shit. It's a crock of shit. It's not. It's the last thing as an American it makes you think that we're actually free that we actually have a say in what our government does well they're, they're going to take that away from you because if they don't like the outcome they'll just fucking change it to them we're nothing more than pawns on a giant chessboard. And they're the chess masters. They make, a, they make the rules as they go. They make up the rules as they go. And as the end of whatever ploy that they're trying to pull, whatever wool they're trying to pull over the eyes, they just move the goalposts. And they're going to keep doing it. The fact of the matter is this, folks. The federal government, the U.S. government, has become too large and too powerful. I mean, for fuck's sakes, you have the IRS now being armed. That's got to tell you something, folks. That's got to tell you something. Why does the IRS need firearms? For what, for what purpose? a lot of chicanery going on, people. I mean, if y'all follow this podcast, you already know that. Christ, you already knew that before you, you found out that, about this little dumpster fire of a podcast. You already knew that. My job here is to give an opinion and give you facts. That's my job here. And that's what I try to do. Because the things that we're seeing now... is perpetuating the end of this country and, and, and the way we know it. I mean, for fuck's sakes, you already, you have them talking about shutting things down again. You have a president who sits in D.C. 
musing the idea of forcing everybody to put something into their bodies that they may not want. Let alone, it has proved that it's not, as, it's not the miracle as they said it was. And now, folks, I know science constantly changes. I get that. I get it. But when this was originally billed as, you know, well, if you get the shot, you won't get the virus. Now there's studies coming out saying that the people who got the shot are the super spreaders. Okay? And not only that, they're bringing back the mask mandate. And honestly, if you want to wear one, that should be your decision. I'm not saying that you should get vaccinated or you shouldn't get vaccinated. That is 100% your decision. That is your right. You decide what you want in your body or not. Period. Should be your decision if you want to wear a mask or not. It all comes down to choice. But you have a president who is kicking around the idea of a mandatory vaccination. First and foremost, he can't constitutionally do that. But it's the government they could give a fuck less about the Constitution. They have proven that many times over. Too many times to fucking list here. I just don't have the time. But this is literally what is going on. So, I just... I don't know, folks. I don't know. And that's a shame because I usually have a lot to say about a lot of things. And I literally have nothing to say. Because I don't know what to say. Because I can't believe that this is happening in this country right now. All these things that I just spent the last hour talking about. I cannot believe that this is happening. But it is. And it's happening at a sickening rate. And it doesn't have any signs of slowing down. It was said that they were going to fundamentally change America. Well, they were right. Because they have. Because now, once again, we're the fucking laughing stock of the world. Nobody takes us seriously anymore. We don't have any kind of clout anymore. None. Our military used to be feared. Maybe in some parts of the world it still is. <coughs> Not anymore. Not after this display that just occurred this week. We used to be a nation of leaders. We used to be a nation that created things that the world wanted. And they paid for it because it was made here. Now we hardly make anything here anymore. It's all been shipped out and it's 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 not it doesn't have the same quality anymore. We used to be Massive exporters of goods. Fuck, we don't even do that anymore. 
And it's sad. It's disheartening. For the first time in years, you had companies coming back to America. Coming back. And now they've gone back to where they came from. They turned right around and went right back. These are, the th- these are the things that we are facing in this country right now. And it's got to it's gotta force you to ask the question. Do we ever recover from this? And I'm not sure that we're going to. I don't know if we can. Because I, as I've said, this country is in so much fucking debt. Who knows? Probably not. Not only that, but like, as I said, there's hardly anything produced here anymore. You literally have all this money going out, but nothing coming in. And we're struggling. But like I said, just as long as everybody else is fucking happy, who cares, right? We only just live here. Oh, God. This country is going to hell in a handbasket. And I know that it has been said throughout the generations. By every generation. I mean, you're seeing cities like Philadelphia who are seeing inflation rates that hasn't been seen since the mid-70s. And it's only been a little over 200 days that he's been president. It's, it's mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. If this guy makes it through all four years of his term. If this is just the beginning, I don't want to see the fucking end. Because the end is going to be nightmarish. I don't know, folks. I don't know. They say that the best is yet to come. In this situation, it's the worst is yet to come. And I feel that in my bones. It's in the air. And it's heavy. You can feel it. Well, folks, that's pretty much all I got for you this episode. I wanted to jump back into this. And like I said, there was so much shit that I wanted to cover and talk about. And just if I throw everything all at you all at once, I'm sorry. But like I said, I I sat back and tried to absorb as much as I could like a sponge. And it's just I watching what i saw this week i i couldn't i couldn't stay silent anymore now is the time to get back into it because let's face it you know there's not a lot that you can trust that's out there right now 
you're not going to find mainstream media telling you how it how it is. They're going to, you know, do their best to make the people that they support look good when they're doing horrible. So I had to I had to start talking. I had to start doing this again. So but with that being said, folks, um it's a scary situation we're fucked we really are we are fucked and I don't know how we're going to get out of this if we survive it I don't so with that being said I am going to try to get back onto a regular uh, schedule and try to do an episode every week Um, I'm going to try my damnness to do it because like I said, we, we need to start having these conversations again because things are just getting exponentially worse. So if you haven't been preparing, you need to. And if you yourself are not a prepper, but know people who are. Check on them. Talk to them. Learn. Because I have a feeling we're going to need to know that knowledge. So. With that being said, everybody. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Like I said, I know it was a lot. Uh, and I apologize for that. But I only have an hour to do this podcast. So I try to fit as much shit in here as I possibly could. And... Um, I uh, Like I said, I'm going to go ahead and try to get on a regular basis, on a regular schedule. So until next episode, stay vigilant, people. Stay aware. Stay vigilant. You know, keep your ear to the ground and your nose to the air. Shit's coming, and it's not going to be pleasant. So until then, this has been Rusty, the pissed off libertarian for the hardcore truth. I will see you all soon. We'll talk so much about a lot of things very soon. Be good to yourself. Be good to other people. And just just take care of one another because we're going to need it. Hard times are coming this way. So until next time. I'll talk to you guys soon. Rusty out.